Hey y'all, what's going on? Happy, happy Monday. It's July 27th, y'all. It's a great day to be alive. And I really emphasized on the date because as I was looking at the calendar, I realized that it's seven months to my birthday. So that just put me in a more excited mood today for this episode. But um, I definitely, definitely, definitely want to welcome you to episode five of Boss Talk Conversations with me, your host, Antoinette, where every conversation is focused on you bossing up in every area of your life. So today, we are going to go outside of my normal conversation because I realize that I focus a lot on business. Because business is important to me. Like, I love business. I love um, working. I love my career. I love making money. That's one of the things that I'm passionate about. But today, we are not going to focus just on business. Although, you can use this tip in business as well. But today, our conversation is going to be more about relationships. Um, And if you or in my private Facebook group, um, I've, you already know what we're talking about today. And if you're not a part of it, you need to really join it and be involved because that's a, another way where we can come together in a community setting and just build with each other. That's um, an aspect of the podcast that I really want to build and grow is the Facebook group. So Boss Talk Conversations is the name of the Facebook group. So I definitely encourage you to join and introduce yourself once you get in there. You know, why not? Let's let's build together. It takes a team. It takes a village. Um, but anyway, as I said, this week's conversation will be focused on relationships. Um, and what really made me think about this tip and share this tip with you all in this um, episode, I'm being transparent, um, me and my boyfriend, right? So we, me and my boyfriend, we have a pretty solid relationship. We're not perfect, but nine times out of 10, we're good, right? But like most relationships, I would say that we have communication issues and there are issues that we're trying to get through um, every day. So something happened in the past it was like last year or something like that where you know my boyfriend felt like he didn't like the way i was treating him i was yelling i was screaming i was treating him like a child and he didn't like that and he shared that with me not in the most respectful way but i understood what he was saying and i understood the part that i played in the situation so you know i was accountable for how i made him feel right and we move forward i was accountable for how i made him feel and we move forward in that same incident he made me feel some type of way but he in that incident he wouldn't be accountable for how he made me feel but i was still i felt like i was being a bigger person because i can see where i may have triggered him or whatever so i just said you know what we're just gonna move forward right but there's one thing about being accountable and being accountable for how you make somebody feel. Once you're accountable for how you make somebody feel, you know, that's you acknowledging what you did and that's you saying, in my point of view, what I feel, 
that's a person saying that, you know what, I recognize what I did and I'm not going to do it again. That's why an apology and being accountable is so important for me, right? So, I, um, so after that incident, you know, it's a relationship. So, challenges happen in your relationship, right? So, when we would have communication issues, I realized that, you know, this was a challenge for my boyfriend. It's a challenge for him to be accountable for how he makes me feel. Although, yes, I'm an emotional person, so I may feel some type of way more o- more often this than most, right? But you chose me, and that's what it is, right? So what are you going to do? So I felt like a lot of times when I would, you know, feel some type of way, my boyfriend wouldn't be accountable for the part he played in the situation, and I didn't like that. So after a few incidents like that, you know, over the course of a year, I had made up in my mind that if my partner wasn't going to be accountable for how he made me feel, I was going to lead a situation because I don't have time because I'm a person that is very, very accountable for how I make others feel. Some people may feel and say what they want about me, but one thing they can say is I never do anything to hurt anybody because that's not my, my ML. Now I might cut your ass out. I might, whatever, but I'm not going to do anything to literally hurt you. You know, I'm just going to express myself. So at the end of the day, I didn't like that. So if you haven't figured it out, today's boss tip, right? When you're ready to boss up in your life, as the boss of your life, you have to know that you have to be prepared to leave situations where you feel, where, where you believe you are not valued, okay? That's important. So with the situation with my boyfriend and I, like I said, I was prepared to leave. We didn't talk for weeks. And that was the first time really in our relationship where I stood my ground. And I said, you know what? I'm not really going to take this. Like even with our first incident where, you know, that was where I was accountable. That happened last year where I was accountable for how I made him feel. That was the start to me of a trend of, you know, where accountability wasn't needed. I feel like by me accepting the fact that he wasn't going to be accountable the first time that I needed him to. And I think that's where that trend began. And I think that's where he felt like it was okay for him to continue to not be accountable because I would just, you know, get over it. I'm a Pisces, so I might be mad for a minute, but I eventually come around and I get over it, but not this time. You know, I said, bump that. If you're not going to talk to me, you want to be stubborn. I didn't do nothing to you. And you're not going to be accountable for how you're talking to me. Listen, I could not be with somebody, right? I can't be with somebody that's forever. And they're not going to be accountable for how they make me feel. They're not going to say, oh, I'm sorry for treating you this way. I'm going to try not to do it again. I can't do that forever. So I was going to nip it in the bud and I was going to leave. Now I'm talking like big dog and like it wasn't going to be an issue. But let me tell you, every second of me thinking about contemplating leaving my man, it hurt like hell. Like, I love my man. He is my partner. He is my, he is my rock. You know, we have a really good relationship, right? But nothing's perfect and you have to be willing to work at it from 
you know, you just got to be willing to work at your relationships and you got to be willing to grow and evolve with your partner. And that's what I want with me and my relationship. And that's what I wanted. But if he wasn't going to be able to give that to me, then like I said, I was going to be willing to leave. Um, and that's what happens in your relationships. Like, and when you're bossing up in your life, like you deserve to be treated how you want to be treated, period. So if you're not going to be treated, if you're not going to be valued the way that you want to be treated, you have to be willing. You have to at least be willing to leave that situation, period. But let me share what happened with me and my man. So my man, he came to his senses. It took some time, but I finally got my apology, right? And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that's all it takes is an apology, and we move forward. And actually, our relationship is really, really going good right now. I love my man. He loved me. We moving forward, right? But outside of the outside of romantic relationships, because that was something that happened recently, so that's what made me begin to think about, hmm, what can I share with my people? What boss tip can I share with my people, my listeners, that's going to support them? That's a real boss tip that's going to support them in bossing up in every area of their life. So that's important, you know, being willing to leave situations that where and where you are not valued. So, like I was saying, outside of romantic relationship, this principle still applies because here's another example. And this is when I was working, right? When I worked for other people. So, it was this was happened maybe about last year, a year and some change ago. Um, I was working for an organization. Uh, they were developing a new youth program. And I was really excited about the position, about the position. But if I can be honest, you know, my confidence wasn't up there where it's at now. And, you know, I needed this job. I needed this position to really boost my confidence. Um, but, you know, I realized that hindsight 2020. And I knew that going in too. But anyway, I had this job. They were developing this new youth program, and they were seeing how, you know, it was a challenging program. But one thing about internet, when I hear challenges, I'm like, listen, I don't know about you, but internet is going to make, what I say I'm going to do, it's going to happen. Regardless, I'm not worried about no kids. I don't care about their challenges because they're going to respect me and they're going to do what I said, period. Like, that's how I go into the situation, especially when it comes to kids. Because kids just need to be told what to do. Y'all, my kids is youth. I mean, my passion is youth. I love kids. I love youth. Um, So that's why this job was perfect for me. So when I got this job, I like to say they gave me six kids and a room. That's it. It was six kids in a room. It wasn't no curriculum. It wasn't no, like, no type of structure. It was supposed to be like a basketball camp. And they did do that. But once I even started to come there... The um, the coach and everything, he wouldn't even, because he had so much stuff going on. Shout out to the coach. He's the bomb. So no shade, no tea. But I'm just saying, even when I got there, that part of the camp or the after school program wasn't even, you know, jumping like that. So it was basically me with these six kids, right? So I was there for less than a year. But when I left, I was there for about 10 months, 10, 11 months. But when I left, let me tell you, okay? They had a full program. First of all, like I said, they gave me six kids in a room. I left them with, we had the after school program. We had the summer camp. I even was starting the, we started the, um, 
the parent program where I wanted to start working with the parents because you can't treat youth without treating the parents. And that's one thing I'm really passionate about. So I definitely want to work with parents and see what their needs are and meet their needs and link them to the services that they need. So that's one of the things that I was doing. And I did that in about 10, 11 months, right? So within that time, oh, and also with each session, because they had sessions. So I'm going to say with each session, I, it was four or five, it was five sessions. Actually, it was six. So it was six sessions. So like I said, when I got there, they gave me six kids in a room. When I was there, each session was registered with 30 kids, registered applicants, 30 kids each session. When I got there, they gave me six kids in a room. So I extended the, or expanded the, or increased the, um, attendance you know i was like really i did the bomb i had staff i was managing staff i was doing a lot so what when i realized all that i was doing all that i had to do and now my confidence is up there i went to my boss and i asked for a management position because clearly i'm managing and mind y'all that she hired somebody that was her friend who had the same degree as me he might have been older but he had the same degree as me but it was clear that he didn't like kids which is okay but you don't like kids. You never work with kids. You don't have the experience to work with kids. And we have the same degree. So why do you feel as though this is a new and developing program? So changes can be made. Changes were being made. Um, why do you feel as though this man deserves to lead me and make more than me when I have de developed, designed, um, coordinated? I did everything for the program. So when I went to go ask my supervisor, you know, I want a management position. I came, I came up with a whole proposal. Shout out to the Wind Factory in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, I came up with a whole proposal. The Wind team helped me come up with my proposal. And I was asked to be a manager because of everything that I've done, right? And everything that I can do. So I gave my proposal and the response was, although I want to say that they, get, they did give me a few little pennies. Don't get me wrong. They gave me extra little pennies. But one of the responses was that, like, struck to my core. It was like, um, well, after I gave them this whole proposal of everything that I've done, she said, I don't understand what you are managing. What you mean you don't understand what I'm managing? You don't even have to come. I'm managing this whole program. I created the budget. I did everything. You don't even have to come down here. But you're going to tell me that you don't understand what I'm managing, right? So... I didn't want to seem like really ungrateful at that time. And I know I did need the job at the time. That's what I'm thinking. Like I need the job. So I did take the extra pennies. She didn't give me a management position, but they ended up giving me like a lead position where I'm doing the same thing. But ever since we had that conversation, I couldn't even, you know, be fully in a position the same because I'm like, y'all really think that I'm going to be working here for y'all like, and I don't mean to be like feeling this type of way, but I already it's already a thing going out how when you work for certain people, they don't value what you bring to the table when you overqualified. And now I gotta deal with those thoughts coming into this every day. I'm starting to think like this is a damn plantation. That's how I'm starting to feel because I'm doing all the work and y'all think that that's how y'all gonna do me. And then you gonna say, What are you managing? So these are the feelings that I'm having every day coming into work. And that's not a good feeling to have. That's not a good feeling to have at all. So I um. So.
So, especially coming into work when you got to go there every day, every day, that's not good for your thoughts. So, eventually, I had to boss up because I don't know who y'all thought this was. I'm sorry if y'all hear that noise in the back. That's my cat. She downed something on the floor. I thought I picked everything up. But, um, I, I had to boss up. And I had to leave that situation. So, I kindly put in my two weeks notice. Yes, I did. Because I don't have time for the foolishness. I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. And I took that job because I love the kids, not for the pay. And by taking that job, you know, I definitely missed out on... And I don't want to say missed out because I didn't do... I didn't miss out on anything. Everything is in perfect timing. But I definitely did um, have a decrease in pay especially in the summertime by taking that job because I have a seasonal business. You know, I'm the owner of The Stand, which is a mobile food cart in Wilmington, Delaware. And, I, and that's a lucrative business for me. I make a lot of money running that stand. And like currently, right now, I left that job and now I'm doing that. I'm doing The Stand, not even full-time, I'm doing it part-time and I'm still making ends meet by not working at that job. But I had to leave. I had to leave that job, right? And be um because I left, you know, I am more happier now. I'm more happier than what I would have been if I would have stayed in that position because of stay why. I didn't I can't even come up with no I mean it was for the kids. I thought about the kids because let me tell you when I left it was an emotional it was an emotional leaving for me. Like the kids, they they was telling me how, you know, they love me and how, you know, they're going to miss me and how, you know, it was just so much how, you know, they enjoyed my patience. They enjoyed the program. Like, I really, you know, helped them. I helped their families. Like, I really, really loved and I love what I do. I really loved what I did at that program. I really love how I transformed that program. But at the same token, same time. I can't stay in no position where I'm not valued. I'm not going to be in any position. I'm not going to be in any relationship. I'm not going to be in any situation where I am not valued. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. Like, you might be in a situation where you feel as though you're not valued and you stayed. You stayed. You 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 have stayed. You have tried to work it out. You have communicated. You have tried to fight for your worth. You have tried. You have tried. And it's okay to leave a situation when you have tried, when you have did everything that you can do. Because as long as you've done everything that you can do, God is not going to let you fail when you step out on faith, when you move forward. Because God is not a God that's going to allow you to stay in a position where you are not valued. Because God wants you to get all your value. That's what life is about. Life is about you living your best life. You being and doing what it is that you want to do when you want to do it. You being around people who respect you. You being around people who love you. You being around people who see your worth. You being around people who see your value. Right? That's what life is about. So I begin to think about situations where people stay. Stay too long. Stay in relationships. They work at jobs where, you know, they are not valued. You know, that serves them no peace. That serves them no happiness. Um... I began to just think about those situations and I'm like, what are the benefits of a person staying in a situation and what are the benefits of a person leaving a situation where they are not valued, right? So let's talk about them real quick. Some benefits associated with leaving a situation where you are no longer valued. First of all, 
when you leave a situation where you are no longer valued, it gives the other person, the other party, the opportunity to see your value and vice versa. Like the situation with me and my boyfriend. When I left and I stood my ground and not left because we were still in the same house, but I like mentally left the situation. I wasn't talking to him. I wasn't engaging with him. I let him feel the the consequences of how he literally made me feel and I did not back away. And when I let him feel that, the first time in our relationship, four years, almost five, you know, the first time in my relationship where I let him feel that, um, that hurt. He ain't like that. He didn't like that at all, you know? Then that made him, you know, come to me. That made him talk to me. That made him miss me. But also on my end, when I had to, you know, give him the cold shoulder, I didn't like that. And although I'm around here talking to my friends, talking to my like, uh-uh, I'm single, this and this and that, trying to talk like a big dog. But now, that hurts. And towards the end of, like, my wish, I'm like, yeah, y'all, you know, I love my man. You know, that's my partner. I love him so much. And it, may, it helped me to see his value and the place that he has in my life, you know? So when you are willing to leave situations, sometimes when you are willing to leave, the situation doesn't end. But you don't know that because you're not even willing to give yourself the opportunity to, you know, be uncomfortable in the situation for a minute. You have to give yourself, you have to be willing to leave a situation that is not, that is no longer serving you. So y'all can see the value or the not value that y'all have in each other's lives. So that's a benefit, right? Also, it frees you when you when you are willing to leave a situation that no longer serves you. It frees you and allows you to be open to new opportunities, and that's important. Like the just the the mindset, the the mind, um, just how it in the mind, like it, it's freeing, right? Because sometimes we can be in the mental state when we are going through things where our mental state be all jacked up, right? But when you are willing to leave and you say, you know what, I choose me. You know what? Because I, I'm understanding that by me leaving this situation, you never know what's out there. You never know what's out there for you. You never know what's going to happen. Like when I left my job, right? I end up leaving my job, put my two weeks notice in. So I tell myself that I am going to start working my car full time or full time, you know, when it starts getting hot out. So... At that same time, you know, COVID happens, right? So when COVID happens, I had to be a little bit more creative with um, receiving income, right? So that's when I started to, you know, engage in offer coaching services. Even though I was doing that before, but I started putting myself out there before. I also was able to, because I wasn't able to, you know, go out, I was able to finish my book. And now my book is in the final stages, like open myself up to new opportunities and new ways. But it was for me leaving my job that was able for me to um, clear my mental space that supported me and, you know, just being open to these new opportunities that are here and that are coming my way, that are coming my way. one organization that I'm working with is Black Mothers in Power. Shout out to Sinead Darby. And the um, they had workshops, right? They had these workshops. And I had volunteered to host one of the workshops. 
and I had worked with two other magnificent women on creating these workshops and I had the time and the freedom to do that but there was there probably wouldn't have been a way for me without stressing myself out if I was working and I was doing all these other tasks but no because I was willing to leave that situation now I'm free and open to engage in new opportunities right and it allows you to put more effort into what you want to do um, I kind of already talked about that, but like with the stand, when I left my job, when I was working at my job, I ran the whole summer camp and that was a lot. We was going on trips every week. Like we were snapping right at the summer program, but because it was so much, we was having art shows. We did a lot. And because it was so much, I wasn't able to really, um, work my stand how I wanted to, um, and the stand is a lot. So it's not something that you can do like in a couple, like in one day, like you have to prep for the stand, for the stand to work out, you know, how I wanted to work out. I don't like last minute stuff and I wasn't able to do that. But now that I'm not at the stand, listen, I can put more effort into, like I said, I do the stand part-time Thursdays through Saturdays. Yes. Sometimes I um do Sundays, like private events. I'm open for all that as well. And I can literally focus on that and I'm making more part-time doing the stand than I was when I was working at my program and I already knew that. So like I said, I didn't take that job for the money. It was literally for, honestly, for the consistency of the money because it was in the winter time when I took that job, right? So it was for consistent income at the time, but it was also for the kids because I know that I could have quit if I wanted to. Like, especially in the summertime. When the summertime came, I was already, when I go into something, I already have a plan. So I'm like, shoot, I might quit when this thing get here, but I end up loving the job. But they didn't value me. Like, I valued the position. They didn't value me. So you got to go. That's when you bossing up, right? When you bossing up, you got to be willing. So let's talk about what happens when you stay in a situation that no longer serves you. One of the things I feel like, especially growing up in my life, I have witnessed a lot of scenarios where people stay in situations that don't serve them. Like, oh my goodness, I can't take it. You stay in relationships where people are verbally and physically abusive. Like I've seen that like my whole life where people are in these relationships where they stay verbal abusive. Not only have I seen it, I experienced it. Where I was in a relationship for almost four years, verbally, physically abusive, not just on his part, on my part. I was, I was abusive too. Like when you are in that situation, you learn to become abusive so that you don't got to deal with the abuse. Like who are you talking to? I'm, you think you're just going to be um, fighting on me? No, I'm going to bust you in your head too, right? That's how it is when you are in an abusive relationship and you stay too long, right? You start to pick up these habits that don't even align with who you are, but, but because you've been around this person who is not evenly yoked with you, you're picking up their bad habits. I say with my last boyfriend all the time, I picked up nothing. I left with nothing but bad habits with you. I left with no edges because of the fight. I left with, or the fights, should I say with an S. I left with habits of smoking. Before I was with him, I wasn't smoking. I wasn't doing none of that. And then now, I'm, you know, I smoke or whatever the case may be. So those are, like I said, I left with, those type of habits. Um, and that's what happens. Also, you allow fear to stop you from, you know, engaging in the experiences that you deserve. That's what happens when you 
stay in situations where you are not valued because you're staying out of fear. You're staying because you don't know what's going to happen next. You're staying because of the kids and you're like, oh, well, I'd rather stay with, you know, their father before I, you know, move on because I don't know what type of person. That's fear. When you talk about, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I'd rather stay at this job because I know I'm going to get this pay every two weeks. I'd rather not go out on my, you know, do what I want to do for my future. I'd rather not start that business because I get this check every two weeks. That's not a boss. And you want to stay in a situation where you're not valued, especially when God placed a vision, an idea, something within you. God placed that within you. And you want to sit here and sit on whatever the vision God placed in you and be in a situation where you're not valued out of fear? No, that's not cool. That's not right. No, you have to be willing to leave situations where you are not valued. You want to be the boss in your life? You want to boss up? You want to boss up? It's time to boss up. That's not even a question. Do you want to? I'm telling you that it's time to boss up. In every area of your life. And by implementing this boss tip strategy, you are going to be able to really change the trajectory of your relationships and welcome the relationships that you deserve because it's time to boss up. You're going to be involved in situations and relationships where you are valued. And I definitely want you, if you are not a part of my Facebook group this week, I've been looking online and looking for different articles and stuff that I can share with my tribe in my Facebook group that can support us in understanding our value a little more so that we can know when we are in situations that do not align with our value. I'm actually going to be going live tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is July 28th. Tuesday, July 28th. I'm working on something right now. Um, and I think it's just going to be us identifying our core values or something like that. I'm still working on it, but definitely, you know, join my Facebook group, um, boss talk conversations where we can talk, right? So that's all I have for you today, y'all. That's it. That's all right. Boss up, right? Be willing to leave situations that no longer serve you, where you are not valued, so you can be open to receiving the good, the goodness of life, okay? Because there's good out there. You don't got to settle for a situation or a person that doesn't value you, okay? You ain't no sucker. You ain't no slouch, all right? So I do have an opportunity for engagement before I go real quick, and you can um, comment in the comment section, you can answer this uh, question in the Facebook group, or you can even email me if you don't even want people to be in your business like that. You can email me, but let's engage. So I want you to share a time when you left a situation where you were not valued, or you can share a time when you struggled with leaving a situation where you were not valued. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, sharing your experiences will let people know that they are not alone. And also, it will let others know what is possible for them, right? So you can email me your responses at tgn at antoinettedevelops.com. Oh, follow me on IG right now. My name is bosstalkconvo.com. 
the da podcast right boss talk convo dot the da podcast join my private facebook group boss talk conversations and if you like this episode please share it with your family and friends um and last but not least if you're looking for someone to speak to your audience on topics including but not limited to entrepreneurship personal growth and development trauma and resilience domestic violence self-esteem please email tgn at internetdevelops.com thank you so much y'all and we will talk next time much love